Hi, I'm Trevor Dumbleton, and today we're going to talk about the internet equivalent, really, of perpetual motion. Uh, perpetual motion is one of these things that's always been bandied around as being you start something going and it just keeps going forever. And if you believe a lot of the adverts on the web, that's kind of what they're selling. They're not calling it that because that would sound daft. So instead they're calling it things like autopilot income, automatic income and so on. And the logic is very convincing on this kind of thing. You set something going and it generates its own viral traffic through things like social media and whatever and then it just spawns more and more traffic and therefore earns you a perpetual income. And the idea is good. The practice is less good because in practice an awful lot of the time it doesn't work. Uh, sometimes it doesn't work immediately. Other times it worked for a while and you'll think, wow, I've found the I found the answer to everything or whatever. And then something changes. And that's the ooh, that's the thing on perpetual motion I suppose, in that something changes. In the case of perpetual motion it's friction. In the case of the web it's just change because things change with incredible speed. So if you were if you found say an advert that you could put on, on Google AdWords or on Facebook that was making you one or two or three times your money and that's doable at times. The problem is that sooner or later someone else finds the same thing, either because you're bragging about it or because it's just accident or they were studying your particular market and thought, hmm, that advert's been running a while, which is what you was used to in mail order, you just get back issues of magazines and say, okay, that one's been running for about a year, yeah, or three, four, five, six, seven issues, whatever it happened to be, okay, it must be profitable, and that's actually quite a big assumption in itself, but it's possible. The overall advert would probably be profitable, but it may be that the, the cheap lead thing, or the free booklet itself, is, is lost leader and it's everything behind the scenes that actually makes the money, so you don't always know that anyway, but let's assume that everything is completely transparent and let's say you're selling an affiliate product for, I don't know, 50 or something like that and it's costing you 10 to to get each sale, you're happy and that's the kind of that's the sales pitch of all the automatic income ones, whether it's direct advert like that, or whether it's create a site that grows automatically. Those are fun. Again, that's, that's yeah, doing a little bit of tangent there. Let's have a look at the, or talk about the sites that grow automatically. They're sold. Um, I think the main one is what WP Robot, but there are a few others. What the, the logic is, is that you give them a keyword or two or three or whatever it happens to be and they'll go off and they'll add new content for you daily. All sounds really, really good. Because we tend to assume that a computer's going to do that the same as we do. We'd, if we were adding a new piece of content to the site daily, we'd look at it, probably. Well, that said, I know one or two people who don't reading one the other day where um, they were still going on about Alta Vista 
and he fell into the category of should know better in that he's reasonably web savvy but for whatever reason he hadn't read the article just click yeah go for it and on AltaVista oh it's paid for advertising on AltaVista as well so that was really out of date but anyway that's digressing what happens on on those kind of things though is that you'll get that kind of article and worse and it will go and it'll put it on your automatic blog so you'll look at it you'll look at the page count you say right well it was 100 last week 120 this week and so on it's going at the right kind of speed it must be okay because the snag with any of these automatic things is that we actually we do set and forget and we'll just assume that the program is still working big assumption not always the case and we'll assume that the work program's working as we thought it should and that's a huge assumption and it's almost certainly wrong if you want to find out how wrong the quickest way is do a search on Google pick a keyword phrase three, three or four words long don't go much less than that but don't go but if you want to if you don't want to click through too many times do four or five words but what'll happen what you need to do to prove this is to go down to the bottom scroll on to page two three four five and start looking at results at around about page five or if it's a really competitive term about page ten and see how far off target those are and as a general rule even well if it's a very long tail keyword page two is off target if it's not then usually about page five or ten something like that we'll get results some of them will still be vaguely relevant some will be how on earth did it come up with that <clears throat> and that's the biggest issue with these automatic programs because we, we put them going and we think okay that's going to add content to me for years to come and in the back of your mind you put aside the thought that actually there's not that much content and 300 if let's say it's one piece of content a day and that's for an automatic system that's actually a low pitch in three years that's a thousand items and could you find a thousand items that were well basically relevant to whatever your topic is growing and uh, lettuces in your back garden you probably couldn't find 10 for that one but let's say you're growing fruit and vegetables and you're thinking okay yeah there's plenty of subjects out there but a thousand later you're either going to have duplicated it or you're just going to have run out of stuff and it starts talking about things that aren't at all relevant so that, I don't know, my usual one is Apple because that tends to get used a lot or I use it a lot anyway so growing the fruit, growing apples suddenly you're growing phones or another fruit, pears and again you suddenly end up with pages on Cockney Rhyming Slang because apples and pears is something in Cockney Rhyming Slang I've no idea what can't remember, not important. You 
could look it up if you wanted to. But it's that kind of thing. And all these automatic sights go off at tangents fast. Next thing is automatic traffic. Well, again, the, the, the theory is that you put up a effectively a seed post on Facebook and Twitter and so on, and then it magically goes viral because everyone thinks, wow, that's so good. And maybe, but it probably isn't because you've done it for autosite for all the wrong reasons, and it's actually just out there with all the other spam posts. And by... Oh, it used to be the theory it was yesterday's news. So in other words, whatever was important today was in the recycling bin by tomorrow because it's yesterday's newspaper. That cycle has gone incredibly fast. It doesn't take a day for it to get buried. Go on your Twitter feed, or even on your Facebook page, and see how fast it scrolls off the edge of the screen. And okay with both of those, you've kind of got the perpetual, the single page, infinite page, or whatever it's called. But most people don't scroll down very far, you just, you lose track, you get bored, you get sidetracked. You've clicked on something. So the thing that was going to, or the multitude of things, the 10 or 20 or 100 or 1,000 posts you put up, don't actually deliver you the perpetual traffic because people's attention span vanishes. And that means that, again, you have to prime the pump, permanently prime the pump, which I suppose is what I'm saying on this. It, the perpetual motion side of things, the autopilot income, whatever, sounds really, really good. But something changes. Or something doesn't work quite as promised, because it only ever worked quite as promised possibly once, or more likely in the dreams of the guy selling you the thing. And then they did what happens in things like the foreign exchange currency trading robots. They retrofitted the data. They said, right, here's my answer. How do I get to that? And Forex robots are notorious, the pages for those are notorious for doing that. Because everything looks fantastic. You're thinking, wow, I've made my, I've discovered the turning whatever it is, base metal into gold. And you're looking at it and thinking, wow, yeah, that graph's fantastic. They've got all the data to back it up. Well, yeah, that's because they've gone out and found the data. And we're always, we, we love shortcuts self-included, it's just the way it goes. But it so often turns out that shortcuts actually are the longest way of doing it. And that sounds a bit negative, but it's often true. Quite often you'll find the person that's spending ten, 10 hours a day or something like that doing their magic autopilot income that's going to, from tomorrow, they won't have to do anything. But it's always tomorrow. And I personally think that the trick is to do things properly, spend time putting more quality stuff out there. Because over time, not always short term, but over time quality normally rises, the cream rises to the top, is the old phrase. That's what happened once before milk was mashed up and whatever it is that means it doesn't have cream to rise to the top separately because it's all blended in with the whole thing but generally speaking um, maybe that's a good analogy for the internet 
maybe the internet is actually the equivalent of homogenised milk. Maybe it, the cream never will rise to the top. I'm hoping that's not the case. I'm hoping that the good stuff does, generally speaking, turn up more often higher up the search results. And I personally think that's what you should be aiming for rather than any of this automagic, automagically autopilot stuff that sounds plausible. Sounds plausible enough for you to spend whatever it is the programmer guy is charging. And often these things are quite expensive. They're not the $7 stuff. They're often $100, $200 stuff because you're going to make so much more money with them. And no. You just heard the buzzer go thing. No, wrong answer. But keep at it. Work out what you can do that's logical, that works. As I said, any of the autopilot ones, just go on to page 10 of the results and work out just how far it's strayed. And if page 10 hasn't strayed, page 20 probably will, or page 30. And that's not a 10 results a thing, that's going to take you a month. Uh, no, a year. So, and you're thinking, wow, I've then got a quality site. Well, no, because you haven't, you haven't checked. All that's happened is you checked a few of them, they look plausible, but they're not necessarily once you actually start reading them. I remember reading one where they were um, on easy articles where it was on about the Louvre, which is the museum in Paris, except they decided it was going to be in Germany. Well, it's, it's abroad. And the editor on easy articles didn't know any different and wasn't going to check the facts anyway. All they were doing was checking for grammar. So, again, the plausibility side. Like the AltaVista article I was reading the other day, the guy looked at it. Oh, paid inclusion, yeah, that still happens. Or maybe hadn't looked at it, paid it, but either way, a programmer decided paid inclusion still happens. Yeah, I think to an extent it does. I gather it does in Amazon results, definitely, but you have to be quite high up in the manufacturing side to be able to do that, or the production side, supplier side. So, yeah, it was a plausible article, just complete and utter rubbish. So make sure that doesn't happen to you, because that's not good, and that actually will be to the detriment of your traffic so you need to make sure it's reasonable quality at least otherwise nothing will happen shame not been the bad very bad news honest okay that's trevor dumbleton there's other stuff on my blog trevor thanks for listening <laughs> <laughs>